Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Be Mindful podcast. Today, I will be talking about how I got into astrology and use spirituality and divination to run my business intuitively. So um, I've the way that I've done this season of the podcast, I've um, sort of lined up like the eight episodes that I do for a season with the eight weeks of um, how I run my coaching program. So this is the week where um, it's mainly focused on me sharing like the tools I use to run my business from an intuitive place. So that's sort of how I'm going to like guide this uh, podcast episode. So first I'm going to talk about like how long I've known about astrology and how I discovered that because that was kind of like the first thing that I did to really get into all this stuff and then at the end I'm going to explain how I intuitively run my business and then um just like some things that you can do as well to tap into your intuition to get like a nice like yen flow going to your uh business so how I got into astrology so I've always been good at like remembering people's birthdays for as long as I can remember um most of the people I grew up with I went to school with there was like a smallish smallish group of people um I if like I saw like a list, like a class list or something. I could probably tell you all of their birthdays for some odd reason. I just like know that information after studying astrology and knowing some cool facts about the air element, which I have a lot of. um, It could be that I have like this odd photographic good memory, or it could be just like a universal sign that I meant to do something in astrology and become an astrologer, which I feel like I'm heading in the direction of, of doing that. I'm very still like businessy and um, I like doing my business consulting and everything, but I like feel like I'm heading towards like full blown astrologer. So fun, but I got into it is um, my grandma really is a person who I look to for uh, someone who's very spiritual and she would always have me read her um, horoscope in the uh, Hamilton Spectator, or if it's not in there, like any magazine or newspaper or anything. She would be like, like Lisa, read this to me. Um, she can 
read and speak English fine, but her, um, she's from Hungary and, uh, it's just, she wanted me to always read her the horoscopes. And even to this day, like if there's a horoscope in some publication, I will read the Scorpio horoscope for her. And then if she'll come over and like visit her and visiting her, I'll just go on like Instagram or Google, like, um, Scorpio horoscopes for her for the week or the month and read them to her. And she's very much into all of that. Like, I think, six months ago I was visiting her and we found two unopened oracle card decks which I she gave them to me which grateful for but like those were just there like she's the first person that like kind of maybe I guess introduced the whole astrology with the sun sign horoscopes that you can find um in a lot of different publications and so I'd read hers to her and then she'd be like okay you're Gemini because my birthday is two days before my aunt so her daughter who is um fellow Gemini so I'm May 29th my aunt's May 31st and so my grandma knew a lot about um the the Gemini energy like raising a daughter with the Gemini energy so um then we would read my horoscope and then uh my mom's also pretty into uh spirituality and astrology so she's a full-on Sagittarius with a stellium in the second house of Sagittarius so I grew up with a fire mom who um is very into I feel like Sagittarius is they're like the wise the depicted like that and in philosophies and learning and higher knowledge so um very open to learning that's how like I've been raised to like open to all this stuff and um yeah so my mom was totally like yep Lisa's a Gemini so I've been told my whole life that I'm like a Gemini so then in grade eight I remember there was like a book fair and there was this book and it was like the book of birthdays and it was an astrology book there's a giant pink book I've been trying to find it I, I have bins of like childhood stuff and books and like DVDs and stuff and I'm trying to find this book and like I can't I don't know where it is um I need to though I need to find it and it's basically every day of the year and it explains the like not horoscope but explains the astrology of that person who was born on that day but it has absolutely nothing to do with like the year the person was born so it probably is like sun sign astrology but it's like me being a May 29th Gemini is depicted differently in this book than if you were like born on June 10th or something like that. So I had this book in grade eight and after I got it at the book fair, I went around and I asked everyone their birthdays or if I already knew their birthday, I opened it up to their page and I, and I read them their horoscope, like who they were by the stars. Right. And it was so fun and I just liked it and it was super fun so I've always been into sun sign astrology for as long as I can remember and I've identified my ego my son has totally identified with being a Gemini for as long as I can remember as well um yeah so that's how I got into astrology now how I got into spirituality stuff when I was I want to say like 10 years old, my mom got her Reiki 1 and 2, her Reiki levels 1 and 2. So um, my mom practiced Reiki on me when I was like a 10-year-old and had trouble sleeping and couldn't calm down. My mom was like, let's do some some Reiki. I said, okay, and I received a Reiki treatment from her and I fell asleep. And all I could describe Reiki when I was like 10 was, I'm like, it feels like you're touching 
my leg. Like it feels like you're touching my ankle, not touching me at all. So at 10 years old, I was able to like feel the energy, but I didn't know what the heck was going on. Um, so I've just been, someone said when I did my Reiki one training, I was told that because I was exposed to like all this stuff at a young age, I'm very open to it now. And I'm very conscious and aware of everything that's around me in terms of spirituality and like energy. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think that because I have a Pisces South node and a Pisces moon, I'm just very open to all of this stuff. Um, my grandma also has this little prayer book that she reads from like all the time and it's like been taped together so many times. And, um, there's that essence of spirituality. Like I wouldn't necessarily say my grandma's religious. She doesn't believe in going to church or anything, but she prays. She has her prayer book. That's like her spirituality thing that she does. And she also has very vivid dreams. And I also experience very vivid dreams. So I'm very connected to my grandmother in that sense and how um, there's just like something that we share in terms of like the intuition and the more I dive into divination and spirituality, the more you learn about like your ancestors and everything. And I feel like my grandmother's very connected to that and like I am too. I don't know. So that's why I got into astrology and spirituality. So I feel like when you're exposed to it when you're younger, it's going to seem more normal as you grow up. So it's for me, it's like a normal thing. Like I get emails, like my favorite are the Astro Twins, like astrostyle.com. I get the monthly and weekly horoscopes from them. I used to read them all the time, but now I tend not to because I don't necessarily want to know what they're going to say about Gemini. And then I also read Cancer because I'm Cancer Rising. And I'll even read the Pisces one because I have a Pisces moon. But I tend to not even want to read them now because I just have a lot of knowledge that I've accumulated. And I just know like as I'm like right now as I'm recording this, we're in I'm recording these super far in advance, but I'm in um, Sagittarius season as I record this. This will not be coming out until um, February. So like Aquarius season. So yeah. So it's Sagittarius and then I believe the moon is in Cancer right now. So just by me knowing that, I can kind of get a sense of where my own ener energy is at and intuitively use that to decide what I'm going to do. Like, for example, tomorrow I've decided it's going to be a nothing day at home, and that's a very cancer thing to do with moon cancer. But it's still like Sagittarius. It's like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fun season to be in, but it's like it's, you know, cancer moon, maybe just calm down for a day and then, you know, you take that break yin and then once you've had that rest day go full force with that Sagittarius energy and take action and complete projects and have fun do all that kind of stuff but that's how I use it now I don't necessarily need to read like a daily daily weekly or monthly horoscope um I would rather just google like what signs the moon and dare you just kind of know after a while um and figure out that way like how I'm intuitively going to use the uh the astrology of the day to run my business um I also am very into numerology that 
I got into when I did my yoga teacher training in 2019. Um, and I learned my life path number and I was able to learn life cycle. So um, I'm in life cycle two and I always try to remember that when I'm wanting to like complete certain things and it's like, nope, your life cycle two, you're still fresh. Like you've you have some new dreams and goals that were started in life cycle one and you're still like slowly like you're in the beginning stages of it. So I also intuitively use numerology to run my business to not rush things and remember where I am in like the numerology life cycle component of things. I look at the day, what day it is and so where the sun and the moon would be as how I want to run my business intuitively. Also, just kind of if you want to plan out like seasons in advance, like using, like knowing that like in um, like Leo season, this in 2020, for example, in Leo season, I was like, I wasn't being very active on Instagram in 2020 because of like everything that's happened. And then Leo season happened and like, that's the fun sun energy. And I was like, F it. I'm just going to show up on my feed and just start posting again and like show up in all the ways that I can. And I started talking on Instagram stories and all this stuff because I just didn't didn't give a shit anymore. You know, I was like, whatever, Leo season's here. It's the sun energy. And boom, I used the energy and I started doing that. Then Virgo season came and I was like, okay, I have to like plan. I have to plan. I have to get things done. I have to book appointments. I have to make sure I'm organized. And then Libra season came and I was like, okay, I have to check in on my friends and I have to check in on you know, relationships with people and I have to connect. And then Scorpio season came. It's like, okay, shadow work time. Now we're in Sagittarius season. Okay, let's take action and have fun and celebrate as the end of the year comes. But then Capricorn season is going to hit and I'm going to like, you know, hustle down and like try to get stuff done and be organized as 2021 hits. And then as you're listening to this in Aquarius season, who knows what weird random idea project I'm going to come up with to launch next. Like who knows? Go check on Instagram. This is like current Lisa telling future Lisa, like ghosts, who knows, who knows what you've just launched in February? Like who knows what crazy project you've launched? Like I can't wait to find out what it is knowing, knowing me. So that's how I intuitively just how I even went through that sequence. Like you can do the same thing in your business. Like looking at the different um, zodiac season and, and seeing how you want to use that energy. Now, depending on what like kind of person you are with your natal chart, depending on what kind of person you are, what your natal chart says, what elements you mainly gravitate towards. If you're an air sign like me, so if you're a Gemini like me or a Libra or an Aquarius, you're going to love air seasons and you're going to love fire seasons. You're going to like those are your fun seasons. You might dislike any kind of earth season that's going to want you to ground and like stop floating around in the clouds with your head up there. You're They're going to want you to plant your feet on the ground and like get some stuff done. And that might feel odd for you to do, but like it's a great time to actually tap into that energy to get stuff done. Um, one of the great things I love about um, as you learn about all this stuff, like whether it's life cycles or astrology seasons or the elements or, um, oh, what's something else? But, or even just if you know the, if you know the four elements are water, air, earth, and fire, and then you know the charges that they have, whether it's yin or yang, feminine or masculine, and then each zodiac sign and how it connects to each like season that we experience in Canada, we have all the four seasons. And, um, 
if you realize how it all connects, it's like really cool. And then how that connects to how the moon wanes and waxes. And it's like, um, there's a, just a natural balance and order that exists. That's like way beyond us that like has been created for us to kind of like live by. And I feel like people don't just the way our society is. It's not that great. And, um, it's changing though. We're in the age of Aquarius now. So things are changing, but every astrology season, like, so if you're going to start the beginning of the Zodiac with like Aries, like boom, fire, but then ground and Taurus, and then it's like fun Gemini, then you kind of get, you know, soft with the cancer energy, boom, Leo, let's get some stuff done, Virgo, let's tend to our relationships, Libra, let's, you know, emotional, let's like break down, I don't know how to describe Scorpio season. Things will change in Scorpio season. Like you'll be like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. People's true colors will show, stuff like that. Then boom, you have kind of a difficult Scorpio season. It might get like dark. There's all those um, jokes about Scorpio, but it's a very, um, Scorpios are very like dedicated, loyal people, but they can just get like deep in their emotions. And then like, boom, Sagittarius fun hard work Capricorn, weird Aquarius, emotional, like there's this like nice flow of the energy that balances like yin yang, yin yang, and it like just naturally balances out. And then if you, so if you, if you can use that energy to like flow with business operations, it's kind of cool what you can actually accomplish and like get done just by naturally balancing out the energies. And then, um, even if you think of like the moon phases, which I don't think I've talked about the moon phases in a podcast yet, but um, starting with your new moon, it's like the dark time. And this, if you're a woman listening to this, which you most likely are, according to the stats that I can look at, um, the moon phases can also kind of, the way I describe it will feel similar to like your, your menstrual cycle. So, and it's kind of cool to see where you, um, how your menstrual cycle lines up with the moon. So like, I think when I first started getting my period and everything, I always, for some reason, up until the beginning of 2020, I always, I think, bled more so with the uh, full moon, which is actually the opposite of what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to like start your first day of your period on the new moon and start the bleeding process then and then you're supposed to ovulate on the full moon like it's like the full expression of energy if you've ever seen in like a weird movie or something like the witches doing um a full moon ovulation ritual or something that's because you're supposed to ovulate with the full moon so fun fact there but um I was always the opposite and so I discovered a few years ago that that's because my body wasn't in like the time to birth babies. It was in like this time to birth projects and ideas. And I'm like, oh my God, that's really cool. Cause I've always been, I have had no interest in, in children at this point in my life. But then in 2020, I, um, my period started for some reason sinking to, to bleed on the new moon. It was so weird. And like, I don't normally, I don't know if I want to talk about that on the podcast. I don't know if normally say things like this on the podcast. I keep it very businessy. But um, in 2020, I got like, I had my first real like relationship. It was a very short time with, with the person, but it was like my first actual like um, 
relationship and as a Gemini that's like a big deal and um but it was short you see there's the Gemini energy and I have a Gemini and Venus too if you know what that that means and um but it was weird because at the time when I was was dating this person my my period had synced to to the 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 point where you're supposed to like um like the birthing babies, I was like, no, no, I'm in my early 20s. That's not happening. But it, it switched to that because I was, I don't know if it's because I was in a relationship. It was very weird, like what the body does. But then when that relationship ended, my period was like delayed. Boom, it switched back. It's now, as I'm recording this, like it switched back to now where it's the the first day of the period. The, ble- the bleed days are with the full moon energy. And like and my body's like, okay, you're not in a relationship. Like you're now creating um projects again I'm like okay cool like <laughs> okay it's super duper weird and odd but I'm like okay so I'm like listening to my body and I've like I when this change happened I started the podcast I wrote a book I changed my business I started offering astrology services and, and birthing that idea into the world so that's another way you can sort of intuitively uh, listen to your body. And even your period might not even line up with the new or the full moon. It might be like the first quarter or last quarter. It'll do something weird. Like it'll have its own like weird cycle that it follows. That's how like you're connected to the moon and what maybe you should intuitively be intuitively be doing but it's also really good to check your energy levels depending on where you are in your cycle so if you are on like a bleed day um maybe don't have like a big presentation you have to do or big like don't do anything that day depending on how um like what kind of symptoms that you um you get but it's kind of just like intuitively using that energy to to uh to figure out how to run your business so like when you're, I think how it works, and it's similar to the moon, how I'll explain it. So the new moon is when you're supposed to like kind of rest. And then after when the moon starts lighting up again and you start getting that like crescent there and there's, it's starting to illuminate, you're supposed to like start take slowly take action, like plant some seeds, um, get some like plant seeds, write down some intentions and build upon them, take action. And then when the full moon hits, you should celebrate all the work that you've done. And then when the full moon's done and everything starts going backwards and the moon starts getting like smaller, it's not as illuminated. It, um, that's the time to more like reflect and be like, okay, what did I get done? What can I do better next time? Okay. Like what are some other things that I might need to do to like in the next week when there's energy and you go into the yin sort of thing. And then the new moon comes again and the whole cycle repeats. So it's using that energy to like, okay, I'm going to rest. I'm going to write down intentions. I'm going to plan. I'm going to do act, celebrate. Okay. Now I'm going to reflect, chill, rest and start again. So using intuitively using that energy as well to operate your business is effective because if you're trying to be very young and very active on a point in your cycle where your energy is actually very yin and slow, um, you're just going to be extra tired. And you never, the whole thing I feel like I talk about a lot whenever I'm doing stuff is you want to avoid burnout. And I hate that like 
burnouts even exists like it just it shouldn't but like that's what you you want to avoid and if you intuitively follow your like body's energy through your cycle um that's one way to avoid burnout and then that's like more like science backed is like follow your menstrual cycle and um your body will thank you even if you're someone who's like um I used to be very regimented when it came to workouts um which is like a good a good thing in a sense but if you're about to get your period you know that it's like you feel horrible you feel I will like, you, you probably feel a little tired for me bloat hits I feel heavier I just don't feel that great you get you know some chin pimples super fun and I don't want to do anything so like I intuitively am like okay I'm not gonna do any like heavy exercise I'll just do like some light yoga stretching I'm gonna go to walk and it's the same thing like oh I feel tired like I'm not gonna do a, a do a big project I'll do like an easier task or like do a task that doesn't involve you having to potentially like um interact with people it's more like a behind the scenes admin day or something right like figuring figuring that out but the using your cycle is definitely a more like science-based thing um but using astrology and the energy of the seasons can also be very um effective like how people say so like everyone feels that that spark of like get organized and do stuff at the beginning of the year and that's the Capricorn energy but then everyone well some people not everyone some people say um September feels like a second new year because of that Virgo energy right so and then springtime hits and everyone's excited to start doing stuff again and that's like the Taurus energy so kind of uh just like use that as well um I feel myself starting to ramble I say this in every episode so I always try to like get back on track here so how else so how else can you use spirituality to intuitively run your business so just to like wrap up the astro part there know your natal chart know yourself if you know I have the first episode of this podcast is on astrology for self-awareness go listen to that or go look at your natal chart (laughs) book a natal chart reading with me go look on instagram see all the stuff i post about um astrology as a self-awareness tool but once you know your own astrology then you can look at like what season it is where the moon is and just like google's your friend google what to do during that like moon phase but if you understand the elements you'll kind of understand what to do then um yeah and it's basically just to avoid burnout and be mindful of like what you should be doing and aware of your energy and then using spirituality so like uh, again it's like the energetic body some things I do that you could do I mean it's kind of like touching on the uh the incorporating mindfulness podcast episode I've done but um in with your meditations like meditating and visualizing like a chakra or doing meditation that's connected to the astro season or um when you're getting 
like if you're feeling off like going and getting like a reiki session to like realign your energy and your chakras um going on a walking meditation but doing some kind of like mantra visualization while doing that like those are just some things that you can do yeah but it's sort of like just to um I guess like research some of the things that exist and see what you're more drawn to like I also have crystals I have a bunch of crystals so I make little crystal grids because it's um I just think they're like really pretty and I do them by color and it's just really cool so I will sometimes keep uh stones on me I did this a lot when I did more in-person meetings now I'm I'm switched to like online but um I would bring um the black tourmaline and clear quartz stones because I needed protection with other like I just wanted to protect my own energy even protect my their like protect them from my own energy like just I didn't want any energy transfer it's another thing I do to intuitively run my business so what I've done now for like zooms or phone calls is I um I put stones around my laptop and I will also use um sage or palo santo and like smudge the space before and after calls just to remove any energy as well um yeah what else but yeah finding crystals like if if you go crystal shopping or something whatever you're intuitively drawn to pick it up you're supposed to have that I I believe that 100 percent um yeah other I'm trying to think of other tools spirituality tools okay there's I'm not I'm not into the tarot as much as um some of my friends like I have another business Hamilton Healing Haven and the other half of Hamilton Healing Haven Amanda she's like very 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 into the tarot and she's an amazing tarot reader um I don't know much about the tarot I know there's major and minor arcana now some people will pull like a tarot card every day to like sense the energy and that's one way that they can use their intuition to run your their business or their life or anything I like oracle cards because they're like more so nicer messages um and they're easier to like understand um so some days if I'm feeling like you just need some like something from the universe pull it I pull some some oracle cards I have like five or six different decks so like I'll just intuitively grab um one and uh, pull three cards knock on the deck shuffle pull three or if they jump out at you those are the ones you need to see and I even say things like I intuitively touch like touch the decks that I need to and and use those I don't even know how to explain it it's just your intuition if you have a lot of water in your chart you probably have very strong intuition we all have intuition it's like your gut sense like if you just close your eyes and take a few breaths ground yourself and open your eyes you'll know what to do you just have to trust yourself 100%. Um, but yeah, using all these things have really helped me run my business more mindfully and, and more effectively. And um, and it's it's helped me avoid um, any kind of burnout that I've seen some people experience. And it's not healthy. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions please reach out on Instagram and send me a DM or email me somehow. Just reach out with any questions about any tools or if um, you use crystals, tell me what your favorite crystals or your favorite Oracle card deck is. 
I'm always looking for like new decks because like there's some that are so pretty with like the art and everything like that on them, the illustrations. So, and yeah, reach out. I'm always telling people like, tell me your sun sign and what your chart makeup is because I'm always intrigued to know what it is. I'm like an astrology nerd. So thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.